what the brutal truth about recruitment marketing is? It really works just for two types of candidates. Those who don't really care that much where they work or what they do as long as they get a paycheck. And those talents who are looking for their first jobs and don't really have a clear idea about the employment market anyway. They pretty much go with whatever is available and looks fun and uh, is acceptable in the eyes of their own peers. And the more you're struggling to hire the more experienced professionals, the more you need to sell the idea of working in your company long before they become active job seekers. And if you happen to be starting your recruitment process at the same time with other employers who are courting the same audience, and those employers are far more appealing in the eyes of your audience, you'll lose the best available candidates. And there is nothing you can do about it at that stage. It's too late. That is the problem with recruitment marketing. It's too late to change anyone's mind at that time anymore. If you have a lot of competitors going for the same people and you don't have an employer brand. Hello and welcome to the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast with me, Susanna Rantanen, as your host and your modern employer branding coach. And if you are new to this podcast, this podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master modern talent marketing in a world where your talent's attention is no longer a default. of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I want to talk to you about the power of the real employer brand. Those working in talent acquisition or a, as hiring team leads in a very, you know, in very competitive talent markets know all too well the pressures of finding suitable candidates for the vacancies. Why is it that when you really need that one candidate, it feels like they all disappeared from the face of Earth. No matter how much you advertise and you promote for those jobs, you share and you reshare the recruitment messages, you contact prospects on LinkedIn and ask around, and you're still not generating the interest that you wanted to have and you so desperately need. And by the way, exactly the same applies when you really want to find a new job and it feels like there are absolutely no good jobs available anywhere. And in our employee roles, I think we can all relate to that as well. If these heartaches of hiring keep repeating every time you post a vacancy, of course you start getting anxious and frustrated. I don't blame you. I mean, I don't blame if your motivation as a recruiter starts to become affected and the juice of the, of the job is, feels like it's running out. So what do you do? What do you do? What most organizations do when hiring keeps getting hotter and hotter is they they take up employer branding or they think they take up employer branding. But what it looks like is they start creating extra marketing collateral for recruitment campaigns. I'm talking about collateral such as recruitment videos, career stories, career games, social media, switch of campaigns with employees and so on. Well, there's absolutely nothing wrong. I mean, nada wrong with facilitating recruitment with good quality content. None of those are going to solve your recruitment problems. And here's why. The recruitment process is the end of the candidate journey, the very end. And this journey is very long. Once the candidates reach the end of the journey, 
most of them have chosen long time ago which companies they're going to apply for when they're going to start sending their applications long before you posted your job ad and promoted that you're hiring right now for this role. And the more experienced the talent is, the longer ago they started to make those decisions. Your recruitment campaign is really nothing more than an opportunity to seal the deal with those candidates who chose your company a long time ago and has been keeping tabs on you ever since. And those those, uh, candidates who are Uh, ready to move forward in their career at the same time with your campaign. Now, those candidates who are ready to move forward at the same time may not be your ideal, ideal candidates. They're just candidates that are actively looking for a job at the same time who see your job post and decide to apply for a job with your company. The brutal truth is recruitment marketing only really works for two types of candidates. Those who don't care where they work and what they do as long as they get a paycheck and talents who are looking for their first job and have no idea and experience about the employer market yet. They pretty much go with whatever is available, looks fun, and is, you know, respected and accepted by their peers. The more you are struggling to hire the more experienced professionals, the more you need to sell the idea of your company as a place to work long before they become active job seekers. It's true. You do need to promote and advertise your vacancies because those people who are ready to move, they need a clear signal. Now it is time to move to your direction. That's why you promote and advertise your vacancies. The more you need to promote and advertise the smaller organic audience you have, you know, those working in sales or promotional marketing know how much more advertising costs at the sales point. Advertising is much more expensive at that very end of the customer's or candidate's journey. And the reason is because there is much more at stake for your business. If we don't get the applicants or the customers, we are losing money. So don't think that the advertisers are not going (laughs) to make you pay for this stake. If you fail to fill a vacancy, this will cause your employer to lose money. So there's a lot at stake. People who are very sales-oriented prefer advertising at the very end of the journey. Prefer advertising over other types of marketing. So campaigns can be highly motivating because they are very short, they're very fast, and you can immediately see whether the campaign works or not. It's kind of like vacuum cleaning the porch. It's so satisfying to hear all that gravel dancing through the house. And, you know, gosh, you just you just love that sound, don't you? When you just like, oh my gosh, that's like the best part of vacuum cleaning is like cleaning a floor with a lot of gravel. And, it, and you know, you hear that going through the hose and then it's like it's gone and it's like clean oh that's so satisfying so campaigns are like that you immediately see the outcome so marketers who enjoy the fast campaign are actually not that well suited for brand marketing because the vibe is very different brand marketing require perseverance commitment grit as fins are very famous for our grit we have grit in our dna brand marketing requires a good plan with quantifiable goals and objectives so that you will be able to enjoy those satisfactory moments uh, on the way of seeing a pulse of your brand on the dashboard because there's no gravel on the floor. All marketing targeted to get a fast conversion from an applicant is recruitment marketing and it has its advantages and it's absolutely necessary 
for all companies hiring competitive talent marketers to do recruitment marketing because that's your way to announce I am ready or we are ready to seal the deal. You need to move now for us to seal the deal with you. But it's your existing audience that's going to see that message. How much recruitment marketing do you need to do depends on what other options the active and relevant job seeker audience has available at the same time with your campaign because you are not advertising your jobs in a void. I mean, your audience has eyes and ears and they are susceptible for other companies' campaigns too. So they're not just seeing yours just because you're advertising doesn't mean that they're not looking for other options as well. So how much time your campaign gives your audience to act on it? The shorter the application period, the more aggressive recruitment marketing you have to do to spread the message across really fast and wide. And that's going to cost you a lot more how trusted and known you are as an employer. Do you need to prove you can be trusted during the campaign or is the campaign simply there to seal the deal? And by the way, if you need to prove that you can be trusted during this campaign and your campaign is very short, it's not going to work. You don't have enough time to build a trust. How attractive, how magnetizing are you as an employer? If you are really magnetic, all you need to do is call your worker bees to your nest and they shall arrive. That's employer branding. If you happen to be starting your recruitment process at the same time with other employers quoting the same audience and those other employers are more appealing in the eyes of your audience, you lose the best available candidates. They're not going to choose you. There is nothing you can do about it at that stage. It's going to be too late. That is the problem. That's the brutal, honest truth of a problem with your recruitment marketing. It's too late to change anyone's mind at that time anymore if you have a lot of competitors waiting for the same people and you don't have a brand. The biggest value of an employer brand is for employers that are operating in those competitive talent markets. The same goes, by the way, if you're working as a recruitment consultant and operating in a highly competitive talent market. You also need to build this recruitment consultancy image of a trustworthy, low-risk, active partner working only with good employers as well as your own brand as a recruitment consultant. So let's talk about the power of an employer brand. Imagine this. You need to present the hiring manager 10 candidates, or maybe five, maybe 10 is too much. Let's say 10. Matching the hiring manager's expectations for skills, competencies, seniority, and attitude And then there's a whole bunch of other expectations every single hiring manager has that they can't really pinpoint. They can't really, they can't really tell you what they are. They just know when they see it. And the competition is fierce. You know, these more experienced professionals are much pickier than their younger peers. You also know you are not the only talent acquisition professional wanting to get their attention on time. So you desperately want to talk to them. You present your case and you get them to agree for an interview. But the problem is when you contact them on, let's say, LinkedIn, they can be quite unwilling to even speak to you for like a minute or message you back. Why is that? Because they don't know who you are. You are not known to them as a talent acquisition professional. The company you're working for is not known to them. And if they're very 
if they're very if they're if they're a talent in a very competitive market you're probably like the seventh or the tenth or the fifteenth recruiter contacting them that very same day about the very same thing and it gets really tiring and disturbs their work so they're they're unwilling to give any time they're really they're unwilling to know more about a company you are hiring for if your name and the company that you're hiring for, if, if your names don't ring the bell. So it's an easy choice to say no. If you keep hearing no a lot, like, no, I'm not interested, multiple times every day from, uh, you know, the prospects that you contact, you can relate with job seekers being told no thank you multiple times when they apply for jobs. It's the same it's the same irritating feeling. It doesn't really make you feel good when you keep when you keep being rejected. You wouldn't say no to a candidate if you knew them somehow. As a talent acquisition professional, you're not going to say no thank you to a candidate to a job applicant if you know them outside the paper or the digital resume they sent you. If you have heard of their name before, if the companies that work for are trustworthy and have brand value attached, if you have gotten to know them through social media as they actively post and take part in conversations like you do as a talent acquisition professional, if you know them somehow outside that job application, you know, it makes it very easy for you to take note, pay attention, get to learn about their character, social behavior, personality style, the way they post and express themselves, the topics they post about post about and talk about. That, that all tells a lot about, you know, who they are and what seems to be interesting to them. That kind of information adds to their credibility, trust in your eyes. You're not going to say no to a candidate like that. A candidate, a prospect is not going to say no to a talent acquisition professional or an employer like that. What does a candidate post about that you've gotten to know on social media? So they're not posting about how they're applying for jobs or their career plans. I mean, they might occasionally, but it's not like a daily message from them because, you know, we're not looking for a new job every day for the rest of our lives. So they're not promoting their need to find a new job or if they ever do, you act on it only because you want to help them as you've gotten to know them along before from other things they've posted, like their perspectives and views on topics that you have in common, their philosophies and values of life that you agree with, you relate with, you connect with, their personal experiences, stories about all kinds of stuff that has happened to them, or you know when they share their professional knowledge on social media, like tips and advice. Uh, wanting to help another social media content, you paid attention to that. Sometimes they may share about their family or their cat or dog, or they love for sailing or baking fantasy cakes, or a link to their Instagram account where they post these amazing photos from nature. And you're even more impressed by the ability to capture such soulful images of the nature. Because you have been following them for a long time and seeing these kind of posts, you feel like you already know so much about them and when they finally send you their application, you feel presenting a candidate like that to the hiring manager just feels so much less risk of going wrong, of, you know, presenting a risky candidate because you have been following them for a long time. It's easy for you to present a candidate like that, even if their profile didn't like 100% match what the uh, hiring manager is expecting or looking for. Now, think of your organization as an employer doing the same. Exactly the same as this person 
posting about your perspectives and views on topics you have in common with your talent uh, target audience, uh, you know, expressing your philosophies and values of life as an employer, uh, sharing personal experiences and stories about stuff that has happened to you as an, you know, your employees and you as an organization, uh, you know, sharing your professional knowledge, tips, and advice because you want to help your social media contacts, sometimes sharing about your company family or your office talk or, you know, what you guys love to do together um, to, you know, add that extra sort of personal touch. If you would be doing as an organization exactly this kind of stuff, you would be building your modern employer brand. You would appear as a less risky option you know, in relation to the other uh, opportunities the candidates have when they're, you know, looking looking for open jobs and clicking open all those uh, job posts that you and your competitors are, are publishing. That's the power of the modern employer brand. When you build the modern magnetic employer brand, that's what you do. That's totally separate from your recruitment campaigns. Your recruitment campaigns only seal the deal for a little portion of your overall big employer brand audience. When you build a magnetic employer brand, you build trust, knowledge, commitment, relationships, leading to this strong emotional connection between you as an employer and your employer brand audience. And companies who successfully and with perseverance commit to building the modern employer brand, they do not have hiring problems unless there is a real shortage of talent in a specific niche. And a real shortage means that even if you were the only employer in the universe hiring this type of talent, there are no more than five that exists and you need 10. That's real shortage. So the war for talent in a specific niche means some companies are winning and others are losing. And it's the matter of why some are winning and why some are losing. And that why you can change when you build the modern employer brand. Now, if you are more geared towards recruitment marketing and you like the fast campaign and the fast result, this is probably not the kind of job that is going to motivate you. But do tell your colleague who could be, who, you know, who is motivated by the long game, who has that perseverance, because they're, they're, they are going to help you as the recruiter to succeed. When your recruitment campaigns are there to seal the deal, you need the employer brand marketing to help you to seal the deal. Employers who are not distinct as employers in the eyes of the target audience, they lose the war for talent. If your audience doesn't know you exist, they don't notice your messages. If they don't know what your name stands for, they don't trust you. If they don't know what you mean to them, they can't relate with you. They can't feel a connection with you. And if they can't feel a connection with you, they won't choose you. No matter how many recruitment videos you do or how much money you put into a recruitment campaign. They will always choose the company who they can trust, who inspires them. When a talent has options, it's the power of employer brand, what works, not the recruitment campaign. So the magnetic employer branding method gives you a systematic approach for planning, executing, and leading the building of an employer brand that works like this. So what you need is a systematic plan, how to build your employer brand matching the candidate journey long before they become ready to change jobs. And I do have an online course for this. And this course teaches you how to apply the candidate journey of the information era as a framework for planning and executing the modern magnetic employer brand. 
If you want to take this course and learn this framework, you need to go to talentmarketingschool.com and get access. And you can also find the link to this course on the theme blog article for this episode as modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 108. That's all for this week. Come back next week to learn more about how to build a modern employer brand. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and I teach you all you need to know about mastering modern employer branding at Talent Marketing School. Moi moi. Moi moi.